having peace of mind with your money does not have to be hard. You just need the right mindset, tools, and system in place to help you get there. Welcome to Wise Up With Your Money. My name's Becky. I'm a financial coach and owner of FamilyWise Financial Coach, where I am dedicated to help your family stop worrying about money so you can start focusing on the things you love. And in each episode, I'll dive into money mindset topics and tools you need to push you forward in achieving your money goals. This is Wise Up With Your Money. Hey guys, thank you so much for joining in today. So if you guys have kids, are you teaching them about money yet? If not, then you need to be starting that today because most schools are still not teaching kids the basic money skills that they need to have as they grow up. So if schools aren't teaching them, do you know who is? You. So it might be scary to think about, especially if you are just starting your own financial journey to try and build your own better money habits. But if you use the techniques and systems that I recommend in today's episode, it will be simple for you to implement and it'll help your kids build a good financial foundation early on to give them a future that you want them to have as a parent. So if you didn't learn about money growing up and you made some mistakes, let's not let our kids relive our mistakes as they grow up. Let's teach them starting now on how to handle their money. Welcome back to Wise Up With Your Money. I'm Becky, your financial coach, and today my goal is to provide you with the initial tools and techniques that I recommend to my clients and their kids and ones that I use on my own kids so that we can teach children about money because regardless of how old your child is, you need to start doing this as early as possible. Why? Well, because when kids are younger, Their brains are like sponges, am I right? And if your kids are young, you know exactly what I'm talking about. Even when you don't want them to be learning from you, they do. They are absorbing like tons of knowledge and skills. So honestly, it is a great time to incorporate learning about money. And once these techniques are ingrained into our kids' brains, they can continue using these skills as they grow up and continue it into adulthood so that it sets them up to succeed early on with their money, which is something maybe you didn't get to do as you grew up. But here's the thing. It's on you to teach them about money because I can tell you most schools still don't teach kids about budgeting or saving or how to handle money on a daily basis. Schools are more concerned about teaching them, you know, information that can someday get them into college or, you know, someday it will land them a job. So they teach them how to earn the paycheck, but they rarely teach our kids how to handle a paycheck once they receive it. And if you are thinking to yourself, well, I don't know how to handle my own money yet, so I can't teach my kids. Like, I just can't right now. If that's going through your brain right now, here is a newsflash I have for you. You ready? Your kids, they are learning from you as we speak. So whatever habits you've developed, they are watching you and they are learning. So if you are scrambling to pay for things or paying things late, guess what? They are watching. 
If you say yes to every little thing that your kids ask for, where they aren't learning patience and the word no once in a while, well, they are paying attention to that too. And they are learning from others around them as well. So they are learning regardless of if you choose to teach them about money or not. But my challenge to you today is choose to teach them so that you know what they are learning. And by doing that, it may honestly help you learn better money habits as well, because you'll be learning as a family and working together more like a team. Now, if you are all in and ready to teach your kids about money as I'm talking about, then let's dive into the action part of this episode because we've got a lot going on here where we talk about how to start with money, what tools are great to use in the beginning and not so great to use, and where your kids should stash their money once they have it. So I've done lots of research on this topic from reading books to taking courses and talking to other parents on what they find successful. And so from all of that, I've compiled techniques that I use with my clients and my kiddos here at home. So grab your notebook and your pen and let's get writing and really let's start implementing on how to teach our kids with money. So When it comes to teaching your kids, where should you begin? Well, first, you gotta expose your kids to cash and get them used to using cash, okay? Now, I know a lot of us adults, we have cashless systems at this point where we are using either debit cards or credit cards because it's just easier to pay bills and things that way. But for kids and for adults, like if you don't know how to handle money very well, then I highly recommend this for you as well. But who the kids that are starting to learn discipline with their money, using cash is one of the best visual tools out there to help you develop great spending habits. Now, why is that? Well, because your kids can see exactly how much they have or don't have to spend, right? Like it's crystal clear in their view. They don't need a special app and they don't need to check their bank account to see how much they have to spend. It's in their hand and sight, right? Because they have it right there, cash. It will teach them how to spend their money wisely. And cash should be the first stage of money skills that they're going to get, regardless of age. So whether they're three or 13 or 23, like make sure your kids are using cash first, okay? Because it's something that they can ingrain into their minds on how it feels to pay with the money and watch it leave your hands, right? And it'll teach them how it feels to have a lot of money saved up because they're going to have it in their sight. And it's a tool that does not allow your kids to overspend, unlike credit cards, right? Like, for example, if they go to a store and they spend all of their cash, and then later they see more stuff that they want, but they can't afford it, well, they get to feel that sense of broke because they already spent their money. Now, I know that might sound harsh, but I'd rather them experience those types of feelings with money and learn from them when they are young and still dependent on us parents, right? Like, wouldn't you? 
So cash is an amazing first tool your kids should be using to learn about money, okay? This is the first stage for your kids, regardless of age. Now, once your child is used to using cash and, you know, they're at least 12 or 13, then the next stage can be to introduce a bank account and expand their knowledge on money and just money terms, okay? But I don't recommend using a bank account as the first stage of teaching about money, okay? Because it's hard to visualize and grasp like how much money you have when it's stashed in a completely different location. I mean, we want our kids to see their money and to ask questions and to use it and learn from it, right? But if your kids start off just putting their money into the bank, guess what? Your kids are going to forget about it, like, out of sight, out of mind, right? And they're not going to use it. And you might think to yourself, well, that'll teach them to save, right? Well, no, that's, I don't think that's true, because they're honestly just forgetting about the money. Instead, I'd rather them see what they are saving and being proactive with that choice, okay? So we want them to use it, we want them to learn, okay? Now, before we move on from this topic of cash, you might be thinking to yourself, okay, well, how about kids' debit cards? Like, I heard from so-and-so's mom that her child uses it, and so, you know, I've heard about debit cards. What do you think of that, Beck? Well, I'm going to say still that cash is best as the first stage. Because using debit cards, it it might be okay, you know, as they get older, but as kids, and it's their first step using cash, it's a bit too abstract, okay? So I don't recommend using debit cards as a first step. And also, it's not even necessary for them to start learning until your kids are about teenage-ish age, okay? So to wrap this part up, Start teaching your kids about money using cash as it's a great visual tool for them, okay? All right, so use cash, got it. But where should you now stash this cash, right? So there's different ways to stash that cash. There are banks, which we already discussed, aren't a great first option. There's a lot of cute piggy bank style containers to choose from. There are even like electronic piggy banks or safes that actually keep track of how much money is in there. I mean, there's some fancy stuff out there that you can purchase just right on Amazon. But my recommendation on where to stash the cash are clear jars and containers. Like those are the best things that are clear because when your child puts money into these clear containers, they can see exactly how much is available to them and how much they have saved. And it will honestly give them motivation. Like they can see their money piling up and ultimately they see their progress. So it's another visual tool that's awesome and will help them learn these really important skills to have. And here's another awesome thing about having clear containers or clear jars. It's cheap, and it's something that the kids can personalize themselves. Like for my daughter Addison, she was four years old when we started at the time, and I wanted something that she could open and close herself as a four-year-old, so I wanted a pop top, and I wanted plastic jars because she was younger, and I didn't want glass shattered all over if she accidentally dropped them on a tile floor. 
So at the time, I was drinking this Tiavana tea that was sold in small plastic containers with the pop-off top. Awesome. And you could easily rip off the label to get a clear container. So I kept three, washed them out, and said, voila, like here's your jars. Now decorate them any way you like. And she drew pictures on them with markers. She added some stickers to it. And she really had fun making them her own. Now, if you want to see these jars, just make sure you're following me on Instagram at FamilyWise Financial Coach because I'll be posting pictures this week of what these jars look like so you can get a better idea of like what the heck I'm talking about. But yeah, highly recommend clear jars or containers to stash your child's cash in and let them personalize it so that they can feel proud about it because it's just another great visual tool for your kids to see their cash saving up in real time, okay? Now, let's talk about the system. So if you caught what I said earlier, I mentioned I gave three jars to Addison, not just one. So what the heck is all that about, right? Well, if you don't know me well, I love having a system, and I love organizing money into categories. I have my clients categorize their money in four different buckets, which I've talked about in other episodes. And so you better believe I'm going to recommend that your kids start learning to bucket their money into different categories as well. But for kids, their system is a bit more simplistic. So they are going to use the give, save, spend system where you'll have one jar for each category. So you'll have a give jar, a save jar, and a spend jar. Now let's dive into the role of each jar in a little more detail. So let's start with saving, okay, the saving jar. So the whole point of this jar is to get your kids to save their money to buy something a little bigger. So in other words, they are saving for something that's going to take them a little while to save up for it. And as parents, we need to help your kids identify what they are saving for. Like, is it a Lego set? Is it a Barbie or a video game? Maybe a pair of sneakers that's more of a want to them instead of a need. Now, once they've figured out what they are saving for, I want you to print a picture of it out, tape it on the jar so that your kids know what they are saving for. And every time they go and put money into that jar, it's going to motivate them to keep saving because they're getting a little bit closer every time to purchasing that thing that they want. And it teaches them patience, right? Because it's right there, like they're saving money and it's causing them to learn about delayed gratification, which is not an easy thing to learn in our society that we live in. So having a jar for savings is really important because it's going to teach them those skills. Now, another jar that they will have is a spending jar. Now, this one is really hard to watch as a parent. I just need to warn you on that because I feel like this is the jar that our kids will learn the most from because the money stored in this jar can get spent on anything the kids want within reason, okay? So if you are running to Target or something with your kids and your kids come with you, the spending jar is the jar that they're going to take if they want to spend a little bit of money that's not planned. Now, 
I said they can spend within reason, right? So this means you as a parent will have to set the boundaries ahead of time, like before you even walk into the store. So like the type of boundaries I'm talking about is like we don't want that any of the stuff to be harmful that they're going to buy. Like if you don't want them to get candy, for example, then you've got to let them know that those things are off limits with their spending money. Now, once those boundaries are set, then as a parent, you let them roam and shop with you. And if they decide to purchase something that's within their budget, then that's where you got to let them. They get to blow it. They blow it probably on stupid things like candy if you allow it, or the dollar store toys, or maybe a Starbucks cake pop in my daughter's case. But this is where they learn, okay? Because once it's spent, it's spent. So if they go and buy candy like in the first five minutes in the first store, and then later they see something better in a different store, that's when you say, okay, you can't buy this today because you used all your money. So we'll have to wait in order to get that toy or the candy or whatever it is that they wanted to buy. They have to wait. Now, as a parent, here's something you need to hear, okay? Don't buy whatever it is that they want you to buy and say, okay, well, you need to pay me back. We don't want to do that because that teaches them nothing good. It teaches them to buy now and pay for it later. And as a financial coach, I just got to say that is not a good habit to have with your money. So don't buy it for them because if they've made that mistake, this is how they learn, okay? And trust me, I know it's hard to watch, especially if they start to cry or whatever because they are realizing their decisions could have been better. But they're kids. They'll get over it in like five minutes. And guess what? If a similar situation comes up in the future, make sure you remind them of their past decisions and how it made them feel before they spend their money this time, because they will quickly learn, they'll remember those feelings, and then they may make different decisions with their money. So having these firsthand experiences are key. Now, the last jar is for giving money away. And the whole point of the giving jar is to teach your kids that giving your money can feel good to you and the person receiving. Like it's an awesome skill to have with your money. Now, you can do this through your church if you are affiliated with one, but you don't have to. Or you could do it through your child's favorite charity or any other place that accepts donations. But my biggest advice, especially in the beginning, is to give the money towards something of interest of, that your child has. So if they love the zoo, then find out if your child can donate to a local zoo. Like my daughter's first giving experience was to our local library since she loves reading books. So she got to sit down with our children's librarian. She got to help pick out the book that the library didn't have. They bought it with her giving money. And she got to see that other children could benefit from a new book that they didn't have. And added bonus, it was awesome because she got to also learn how the library books get ordered and just get more experience with that. 
So the give, save, spend system is what I highly recommend as your kids first start out with their money. And it's a great way for them to organize, you know, what categories they should be putting it in so that they're not spending it all. They're saving some and giving some. Now, you might be thinking, when or how do you fund your kids' jars, right? Well, you could have them do chores and pay them that way, like they can earn the money. Or they can just get a recurring allowance every week. Now, both have pros and cons, and both will be discussed in the next podcast episode. So sorry to leave you hanging on that, but we've done a lot of talking today, and there's just only so much I can cram into each episode. And now you just get to be anxiously waiting for episode 54. Okay, but to wrap this episode up, I truly hope you take action on teaching your kids about money starting today by using cash as the first stage and allowing them to see it and to feel it and spend it so that they can start learning about making money decisions while they are still kids. And like I said, I highly recommend the Give, Save, Spend system so that they can learn benefits from each category and how it can help them in the future. So enjoy your week. Wise up with your money by teaching yourself and your kids about better money habits. And I'll talk to you guys next time. Thank you so much for hanging out with me today. If you loved this episode and you want to hear more, then be sure to subscribe so that we can hang out again on a regular basis. That sounds nice, right? And if you want to accomplish your money goals even faster using one-on-one coaching with me, then make sure you schedule a free call with me at familywisefinancialcoach.com. Thanks again, and I'll talk to you guys soon.